Welcome to the Center of Excellence Sales Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Genovese, Director at Oz Marketing and Sales Noob, sadly still with me. Sadly, sadly still? Sadly still. Well, I don't know. Yeah. I sell sales noob. I'm not I'm not a sad sales noob. It's just sad that I am still a sales noob. <laughs> but you're in training. In training constantly. Constantly in training. Uh, with me as usual, Oliver Young, operations director at uh, the Young Automotive Group. Uh, we have our our new co-host Brad Taylor, corporate trainer at the Center of Excellence, and back with us again today, Rick Bailey, director of fleet sales at the Young Automotive Group. Gentlemen, what's it is up? A gorgeous day. It is. It's cold outside, but it is Balmy amazing. Sixteen degrees. Well, and before we start, I just want to say thank you to the Catalyst uh, Center. We're actually at here at the Catalyst Center with the. Uh, the Catalyst Center is part of the Davis uh, School District, um, and they have allowed us to use their awesome facilities to record, and, and we're excited to work with them. It's a very, very, very cool place, and they, they provide um, some some really great training uh, for uh, the, the young folks around Davis County. Um, and, yeah, it's it's just a, it's a, a cool place with a lot of great training, and I think that that's a, a halfway decent segue into what we're going to talk about today. Brad. Yeah, for, for sure. Uh, you know, training, obviously, uh, moving over to the center of excellence. Uh, when I first started with the Young Automotive Group, I realized immediately that training was part of the culture. Um, I remember walking into the first sales meeting and there was training. After we finished with that, we were doing product knowledge, you know, adding uh, information so that we could best assist our customers. And we are working on our selling skills and training and developing those. And I don't recall exactly who it was early on uh, in my career, but the quote, training is something that we do, not something that we did. And it's always resonated with me. And it's something that I've uh, tried to make my mantra as I've uh, switched over to the COE, because anytime we're in front of salespeople, you have salespeople that it, maybe it's day one and you have salespeople that maybe they've been doing it 16 years, Rick, but we can always get better. Uh, so Rick, let me ask you this. What's something that maybe in your life you were interested in? And so you started learning it, practicing it, and just ultimately trained uh, for that. Shoot. <laughs> Everything's just come natural to me. <laughs> that was a good one. Nice. <laughs> right? No, but, uh, you know, um, me and my boys, we, we love hunting. And uh, so we've spent a lot of time training ourselves. And, and so I would say maybe narrowing that down more to shooting. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and yeah, we can always get better. And my boys keep getting better than me. And uh, but but you can spend a lot of time, whether it's on podcasts or, or other ways of just training and listening and learning. And there's professionals and there's great people out there that can make you better. And uh, sometimes it's just you've always got to put your time into it. Yeah, absolutely. So even if you're a natural, um, you can always increase your ability. Absolutely. Oliver, I know you have uh, a lot of passion. What's something that you have uh, identified that you wanted to get better at and you started training. Yeah. So, um, you know, as a rock climber and as like a, a mountain man, I got heavy into baking. <laughs> I've tasted, his, I've tasted that, his bread. <laughs> I've been baking a lot and it's because it hit me that I need some activity that creates bonding between me and my daughter and my daughter loved to cook. Um, and so I was like, I'm, I'm going to learn how to bake and, 
and cook and, and specifically bake. The reason baking is because it's so much, there, there, there's a lot to learn in baking and you have to really push yourself to learn to bake well. And so that is the area that I had to train in, in order to really push my skills. But a lot of times people think that you just pull out a recipe and bake, yeah. right? But you have to get your hands in a lot of dough <laughs> to understand how the dough will come out of that oven after you throw it in. Um, and the different ways that you mix it and, and engage with the dough. And over time, you become better and better. But it requires a lot of active participation so and you engagement. So you training. weren't a natural like Rick. It no. actually took some time, <laughs> some practice. I made cardboard before I made bread. <laughs> it was Interesting. Awful. Yeah, excellent. Maybe, maybe it was just a lack of training. <laughs> <laughs> thought I was a natural. And, and how about you, Tim? Uh, marathon running. Um, I, I, I haven't done it in a little while. It's been a few years, uh, but I used to run marathons. Uh, and if there's anything that takes training, it's running 26 but, miles. But didn't you train already? So you're done with that, yeah, right? Yeah, so you yeah. can go run a marathon. Right. You've already trained. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I trained. I tra- I've run three marathons. I, I trained for, for all three of them. So I have trained. So today, I could totally go out and, and <laughs> today I could totally destroy go your out legs. And, and, and run a half a mile before I'm winded. So you're saying you so, were done training. Yeah, done training. Yeah, that that's, that's a, that brings up a, such a great point because – we realize with our physical bodies, obviously, when we want to accomplish some kind of physical goal, it's going to take time. We forget that the same thing needs to happen with our mental skill set. We have to be able to put in that time and effort, but it's not do it and you're done. It has to be something you continue to give constant focus to. Yeah, I think sometimes I still miss the shot. I'm sure Oliver still burns the bread and and uh, Tim, he probably still wins every marathon. Every single one of them. <laughs> you know, ath- athletics is a uh, is an easy thing to think about when we think of training because professional athletes train every day at the highest level. They don't just show up for game night. They, they practice every day. The golfer doesn't just show up to the weekend event and go out there and is immediately successful. All during the week, prior to the event, they're putting in specific intentional training. Um, One thing that kind of came to mind for me is the rule of 10,000. Are you guys familiar with the rule of 10,000? Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah, Malcolm Gladwell. Uh, Oliver, tell me, what is it that that you've heard of the rule of 10,000? In order to become a professional, at a minimum, you have to put in 10,000 hours of practice and, and a work and a sweat and blood and tears to be able to get to that starting professional. Yeah. Uh, and let me ask you this. I mean, baking bread, when you say... I'm definitely not professional yet. <laughs> I don't have 10,000 hours. But I got a lot more hours than I did three years ago. Yeah. So are you better today than you were? Absolutely. But can you still improve? Uh Probably 7,000 more hours. (laughs) That's a lot of bread. Uh, And a lot of weight gained Yeah, because of said bread. Absolutely. So, uh, Rick, 16 years in the business. You think you've put 10,000 hours into uh, honing and training on your craft of of being a professional salesman? I think maybe we have put in that many hours at that point, but... uh, you know, I think you can flip right back over to the, the running the marathon, but you can't stop, can you? No, you, you absolutely can't. I, I actually did a little math. Uh, if you trained for one hour a day for five days a week, it would take you nearly 39 years 
Okay, I'm going to change 10, my answer. <laughs> <laughs> Still not a professional. <laughs> or you can change your answer to you were training three hours a day and uh, get there. There you go. That's <laughs> what we do. Uh, a part of, you know, talking about this is a lot of times there's a rule of entropy. Have you guys ever heard of the rule no. of entropy or the law of entropy? It's um, it's everything returns to chaos, right? So um, if you if you go out and you sharpen a piece of iron, right, and you throw it outside and it sits for 10 years, what's going to happen? It's going to rust and it's dull. It's going to rust, right? It's going to rust and dull. In life... It's called entropy. Everything eventually decays, right? Um, and, uh, you know, I was walking through a factory yesterday that makes uh, uh, medical thing, uh, medical uh, supplies, and they have these huge steel contraptions that smash these molds together, and they're, they, they have a regular maintenance on huge steel things that smash teeny, teeny little plastic things together. And the reason why they have to do that is because eventually, if they don't keep up on a a six-month maintenance schedule, eventually those tools, even though they're these massive steel structures, will break down. Um, And so not only I think the 10,000 hours is important, but it's the regular sharpening of your professional skills on a regular basis to avoid entropy, to avoid being brought down. I really like that. I mean, having been in sales for uh, 14 years now with the group myself, you find that if you sit on your skills, and I mean that in a serious way, if you as a manager sit on your skills and you're not out there active with your salespeople, you're not out there active with your customers and continuing to use and sharpen those skills and train to continue to be better, you will also become dull. Uh, that, that, that's really interesting. I found a, uh, a quote that I really liked. Um, it says, we don't rise to the level of our expectations. We fall to the level of our training. Rick, what does that mean to you? Yeah, that's, uh, that's a good thought. You're right. We're only as good as we've been trained. We're only as good as the effort we put in and the work we put in. So like you say, you know, I, I joked earlier, you know, sometimes we think it's, you know, we're natural and we're good at it. But, but the reality is we can always be better. There's a lot of training that goes into it. And, uh, yeah, you're only, only as good as your training. Tim, when we first walked into this facility today, um, you know, you, you mentioned, man, I wish a facility like this with the technology and uh, everything would have been available to me when I was in high school. Um, if you'd been able to sharpen your skills a little bit earlier uh, on, how do you think that would have helped you in your career? Uh, I wouldn't have meandered, I think, as long as I did before before I found what I was going to end up doing. Um, and, and by that, I mean uh, it, it, it took me a lot of took me a lot of hours just figuring out for myself what my natural talents are. I think if I had had uh, the ability to explore that and practice that and train on those kinds of things when I was much younger, uh, I, I think I would be a lot farther along than I am right now. Now, I love this quote. It's not a quote because I don't have it right off the top of my head, but it was Benjamin Franklin that said, um, the greatest learning I've done is the learn the learning I've done by myself. I think a lot of times we think, how do we get training? 
right? And we go, what classes can I take? What, who can train me? Who can be my coach, right? Who's going to, who's going to give me training? And we can get really good training from training professionals, right? Mm -hmm. Brad can come in, train you, and you'll get something out of it. But the best training you can possibly get is the ability to train yourself. Yeah, I I like that. And I think as employees, a lot of times we feel like it's the responsibility of the company or of our managers to train us. Uh, If we're not doing our jobs up to the level of their expectations as employees a lot of times we think it's their responsibility we'll make that excuse that it's up to you mr manager to make me better but if we really want to take our personal development seriously our career development seriously we have to be the ones to seek out that training and stretch ourselves or as you mentioned you know do that monthly maintenance yeah, and sharpen and our own times, metal I, when i go into trainings I usually tell everybody, this is not a training. This is a spark, a catalyst to begin your own training, right? That you have to then take the ideas of what we're going to talk about in a training and then go do something. Because if you do nothing after a training, the training is worthless. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, Tim mentioned meandering, you know, a little bit for a while. And, and for me, it was probably just just mediocre. I just I wasn't as good as I could be or can be. And I'm I'm getting better. Um, and, and in the last eight or nine years that I've been with this group, um, it took me a couple of years to get on to that kick and, and say, hey, this training's for me, but now I got to take it. And what do I do with it when I've got it? And so, you know, taking copious notes when you're in training. Right? Oh, I love Tim's <laughs> copious notes. So taking those notes and then taking that and internalizing it and, and making yourself better. We, there's, It is about where you want to get with it. I've read more books in the last few years than I've ever read in my life because that's part of our culture and that's part of us trying to be better. For sure. And I, I mean, we've been given that nudge, the direction from our leadership and from our managers that we should be doing 20 minutes every day of skill building. We should be doing 20 minutes every day of product knowledge. We should be doing 20 minutes every day of personal or mental attitude to, to make ourselves our very best. But there isn't a grand box that we can check. That's not something that we're done with. And it needs to be something that, whether it's for your career or your personal life, you're always putting in intentional effort to make yourself better. I I like that word intentional, too. I like that a lot. And for me, like, you know, when I try to think through how am I improving, for me, it goes back to my goals I set. When I start the year, I think through, okay, uh, so every year I have a, a, a list of books I have to read. Um, and I go, okay, I want to be a better father. So I'm going to read, a, uh, how, how can I train myself to be a better father? How can I be train myself to be a better husband? So I read a father book, a husband book, and then I read a, uh, usually a professional development book, uh, self-development book. Um, and so I actually intentionally say, I'm going to grow in these specific areas. And I try to actually write out ways that I can push myself to do that. Because I think a lot of times people struggle getting started on training themselves um, because what is natural is just go get entertained. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, let's turn on the Seinfeld and let's uh, (laughs) let's just stay out for a bit instead of like, okay, I'm going to pick up that book. 
I'm going to start training. I think that brings up a really good point. I mean, getting started is a really, really difficult part. You know, when you decide that there's that there's some, you know, passion you want to follow, when you decide that there's something that you want to learn, where do you start? And, and uh, Brad, I wonder if you have any advice there. How's What's the best method that you've found to get started on training on a new pursuit? Yeah, absolutely. I think the first step is to identify something you're passionate about because the unfortunate side to training is it's not always easy. And you have to have that passion or that specific goal, like Oliver mentioned, of something you're intending to get to so that when things are hard or when you miss a day of practice or training, you'll get right back on it. So identify what you're passionate about. And then second to that is identify how it will help you accomplish your personal goals, how it will help you better your career and make you a better father, a better... And and like one example, when I first got into sales, I, I was selling... Uh, it was not first, but after a few years, I had to shift and go to Rocky Mountain Raceways and somehow sell air. What I mean by air is I was selling signage and advertising to the people sitting in the stands. And so I had to go and sell that to companies for tens and uh, sometimes hundreds of thousands of dollars. And so I thought to myself, how, how do I train myself to sell that stuff? And so the first thing I did is I started calling friends I knew that were good networkers. And I would take them out to lunch and I'd say, hey, you're a good networker. How do I become a better networker? And usually they looked at me and said, I don't know how I became a good networker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? But I think the key is do something, yeah. is think of where you want to get better, especially in sales. You just just go, okay, what do I need to do better? Do I need to dial in my scripts, my phone calls? Do I need to become a better networker? Do I need to be able to talk to strangers more effectively? Then go do something. Today, I'm going to talk to 15 strangers a day. That would be wild, but you're going to learn a lot really fast because training something you do, not something you did. Well, and I, I, I like that too. Uh, you know, you started at home, right? You started with the people that you know. You started with mm-hmm. the with the resources that you have, and you worked your way out from there. And I, I think that's that's a great, that's a fantastic way to start. So, uh, I, I'd like to ask: Do we have an action item for for today? Yeah, uh, action item for today is uh, make sure that you intentionally train. And tell yourself this isn't just a box that I'm checking, but it's something that you're going to continue to do. So the specific action is train. I like it. (laughs) It's specific enough. All right. Well, on to Tim's copious notes. So training is something that we do. And by that, we mean that it's not something that we do. Training is an active verb. It's something that we should continue to do all our lives. Uh, Your brain, your skills, they are just like your body, and you can lose your fitness without continual training. Uh, And uh, this this kind of leads into the law of entropy that Oliver talked about. Uh, And this is the law that states that everything returns to chaos. Uh, And regular sharpening of your professional and personal skills will help you to avoid entropy. It'll help you to keep from returning to chaos. Uh, A couple of great quotes. We don't rise to the level of our expectations. We fall to the level of our training. Uh, So that just emphasizes the fact that continual training is absolutely paramount. Ben Franklin said, the greatest learning I've ever done, I've done by myself. This means it is up to me to take the ball and run with it. We can use our our mentors. We can use our trainers. We can use our training sessions as catalysts 
but we have to take responsibility for our own continual development. Uh, and you should be putting uh, in intentional effort uh, as you move forward with your training. How do we do, guys? Start your countdown to 10,000 hours. Love yeah. it. Love it. Right, and, we're, <clears throat> and you use the word catalyst. 23 more years. At the Catalyst Center. <laughs> many, many times. I love it. Uh, so, uh, folks, if you're listening to this podcast, if if you uh, if if you find it valuable, if you find it useful, by all means, share this with your family, your friends, your loved ones. Uh, help help us be the catalyst for their own personal development, their own personal training. On top of that, please leave us a review, uh, leave us a rating on iTunes. It's going to help us out an awful lot. Uh, and if you do have any questions for us, uh, if you have any follow up, if you have ideas for future podcasts, please shoot us an email, podcast at youngcoe.com, and we will see you next time. Thank you, Tim. Thanks, Thanks Tim. Thanks, Tim. See you.